Welcome to the Corporate Hippie Hustle. My name is Allie Brine, and I'm a career alignment coach, speaker, and founder of the Corporate Hippie Hustle brand. Through my work, I'm facilitating a corporate awakening, one empowered woman at a time. I teach tools to women who want to take their corporate careers from stuck to aligned. My ultimate goal is to get the right people in the right positions by challenging the status quo of the corporate world. I know some of my ideas might hit you as a little hippie, but after getting my master's at a top-ranked business school for human resources management and spending time in a Fortune 31 company, I've got some more traditional corporate thoughts for you too. I love pushing you out of your comfort zone because I believe that there's no excuse to not be the best version of yourself. If you're ready for a new take on some traditional corporate tools, combined with some more mindful hippie ideas in order to take your career from stuck to aligned, you're in the right place. I don't play average, and if you're here, I don't expect you do either. So let's do this thing. I always knew I wanted a master's degree. I also always knew that I was going to get a bachelor's degree. It wasn't really a question when I graduated from high school. Like Everyone in my family, including myself, just assumed I was going to college. Like That was it. The master's, though, I had no idea what I wanted a master's in. I had no idea when I was going to get a master's. I just knew at some point I wanted an advanced degree. I'm a learner and I have almost always loved school. If we're being honest, kindergarten was a bit of touch and go there, (laughs) but after we got through some abandonment issues from a past life, I loved school. I was also really good at the structure that is school. I know how to study for a test. I know how to work the system that is the American school curriculum. It always came very easy to me. My grandpa even joked one time he couldn't make my graduation for my master's degree. And he told my mom, he's like, it's okay. Like She's going to have another graduation. And it cracked me up because he's probably not wrong. <laughs> so why did I get my master's degree when I did? For being completely honest here, I just had the opportunity arise. So I was working for Ohio State University at the time. And I only took that job so that I could be closer to the guy I was dating at the time. Because, you know, every good story has a there was a boy moment, right? And when I was there, my manager asked me if I was going to get my master's while I was there. And in this meeting, I responded and I said, yeah, probably not. Like, I still have too much debt from undergrad to deal with. I'm just, I'm not there right now. And she responded and she said, oh, well, Ohio State will pay for it. To which I responded, well, I guess I'm getting a master's degree. And I literally went back to my office 
printed out all of Ohio State's graduate degree programs and started crossing off the ones that I knew I wasn't going to take part in. So engineering, that wasn't going to happen. Med school, that wasn't going to happen. And it came down to HR and a workforce development type degree. I went with HR because one, I had experience as a recruiter at the time, and it made more sense to me to go with something that was more broad. So having the HR, um, you know, very broad brushstroke on that than it was to really niche down into something that I didn't know much about. And I didn't really have a lot of plans for what I was going to do with this degree. And I tell my story um, I tell my story of, you know, my good and, you know, a bit strategic fortune in getting my master's degree because due to this pandemic, rates of individuals applying for MBAs and graduate school programs are increasing. They are going up. So on today's episode of The Corporate Hippie Hustle, I am talking all about going back to school as an adult. Do you really need to get another degree or are you just kind of utilizing that option as an out because that's what everyone else has done, that's what you've seen, whatever. I have seen this story time and time again. It goes a little something like this. Go to undergrad get a good degree that's really logical. Something like maybe a business degree because someone told you you'll always have a job if you have a business degree. You then go into your first job out of school and your feeling is kind of meh toward this whole like business situation. But clearly you chose the wrong job or maybe just the wrong industry. Okay, cool. Fantastic. Different job or industry. We just want to make a small pivot at this time and see what happens next. All right. Still not feeling it. So maybe you are the problem here. Maybe you need more education because getting another degree degree will make you more employable. It'll open more doors for you. So you go back to school. Anybody relate? (laughs) Anybody had this happen? That feeling like going back to school is your only option in order to open up more options in your career, open up more doors, be able to do more things, whatever. As someone with two degrees, don't get me wrong here, I'm very, very grateful for my degrees. I also recognize how privileged I am to have those degrees, and I definitely wanted those degrees. I know what I was saying earlier, it was just an assumption that I was going to be going on to school. I totally recognize my privilege in the fact that I had that ability to just make that assumption that I was going on to get additional education. And I recognize, too, how privileged I am in falling into this situation where I was able to get a free master's degree, essentially. Like, I was I was very fortunate on that. But these were definitely something that I wanted to achieve. They were something that I had always desired to do and that I was fortunate to have the ability and the support structure to accomplish them. But that's not the case for everyone. That This story isn't everyone's story. I was once a degree snob. Like I literally label myself a degree snob at this point. I worked in higher education for heaven's sake. So if you're looking at some of those people, when I only had a bachelor's degree, like 
I was, you know, the redheaded stepchild there. <laughs> like, it was essentially unheard of to only have one degree in that world because they have access to education, right? So it's easy for those people who are working in higher education to get more education. And typically also, if you look at the people who are working in higher education, they're going to be the type of people who do want to continue getting education. So it makes sense. But I was a degree snob, actually, until I went to work in big oil. Prior to that, I thought that in order to be successful in life, you had to have a degree. You had to have a bachelor's, like at least a bachelor's. That was it. And then I recognized when I got into big oil that there were people in that industry who didn't have degrees that were making tons of money, whether that was like solely from using their hands, like some of these folks making money only had high school diplomas and they were doing physical labor or some of these people too had started and came in through that route of working with their hands and then they worked their way up into like the office jobs and that's when my eyes were really opened to this fact that you can go into an organization and not have a degree and still make tons of money, have opportunities to move around and have that potential. And the ironic part about all of this is that neither of my parents have college degrees. I had literally grown up with two individuals who were highly successful without degrees. Like my dad started as a diesel mechanic at a semi-truck dealership and worked his way up to literally running the place. So I had seen this happen in front of me, but it took me seeing it out in the world to have this understanding and start to actually make this connection. And after seeing that, I am now a huge proponent of rethinking college degrees. So we are living in a world where high school students were pushed towards college, like especially pre-COVID, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, we had just been pushing students toward college and they were pushed towards degrees without even really being given the option to look into trades or to crafts or whatever. Like the assumption was that like you, like I was, you had to have a degree in order to be successful. And what that is giving us is a shortage of individuals who are in those crafts who are in those trades, who know how to fix things, who know how to work with their hands. Like these are skills that society needs. My dad now works for a dump truck manufacturing company and they struggle to find individuals who can weld. Like they really struggle finding welders. And my aunt and uncle run a welding business and they run into the same problem. And that's just one particular craft. But so many others, they're struggling to find people. And the there's money that can be made in those fields and the amount of money that can be made in those fields is definitely increasing and will continue to increase because of all of this. And yet the respect that we have for those individuals as a society is quite the opposite. Our respect for those types of people, it's dropping. Society has created this stigma around people that can fix things like oh he's just a plumber oh he's just an electrician oh that's just the garbage man like whatever 
how do we start changing that narrative? Like this, this is one of my side questions here. How do we start changing and rewriting that narrative? Because I don't know about you, but I'm really happy that someone can come in and fix things in my house. Like I'm really happy that someone comes and picks up my garbage regularly. Like I have so much respect for these people. So maybe you're like a kid or you have a kid who's really struggled with school their whole life because maybe you weren't as good at figuring out that system for whatever reason or another, but you've always been really good with your hands. Like you have that kind of brain, you're wired that way and you were looked down on because of it. And I tell you this because society's answers to problems has recently been, you know, get another degree. You just need more education. That's it. That's all. We don't need you to look into craft trades or alternate, you know, options and finding a different job. Like you clearly need another degree. And maybe that's something that you're debating right now too, which is why you have tuned into this episode. Do you really want another degree? Or do you think that you are supposed to get another degree because that is how you have been conditioned? That is what the world has been telling you. That is where you have been pushed. So if you are feeling really stuck in your career right now, before you just go, oh, I need an MBA or I need a master's or whatever it is, I really want you to ask yourself this question. Do you genuinely want that degree or do you think that you need that degree because that's what you're supposed to do per society's thoughts around degrees, right? If you're wavering, if the answer is no and you don't want this degree, you just feel that you have to have it. There are definitely other ways to open up more opportunities for yourself within businesses. Education does not always have to be the answer. I am 100% a proponent of education and getting as much education as you possibly can. But if it is not for you and you're just not feeling it, but you feel obligated to do it, then let's figure out a different way for you to open up some new doors within businesses. Let's figure out a different way for you to find more opportunities for yourself. And the very first way that I'm going to suggest is my tried and true favorite, networking. You guys probably could have guessed that one, right? Because I love networking. So yeah, degrees are typically really, really helpful when you're trying to get through that screening bot that is the applicant tracking system, you know, the daggone computer program. Because that computer program is literally like programmed, it doesn't think. Someone says to it like, okay, I want a resume that has this, this, and that on it. So the bot says, okay, I'm programmed to find this, this, and that. Your resume doesn't have that, you're out. Like you might have all of the experience tied to it, but you can get kicked out easily. But if you can start to get around that programming, it can open up more doors for you. You want to begin having conversations with others in the roles that you would be interested in pursuing to see if they feel a degree is actually necessary. Is a degree needed for this role or is that degree just preferred? It's one thing to see it on a job description, but it's a whole other thing for the person in that job to say, I've actually never used my degree in this. (laughs) 
like I didn't need this. And I want you to make note here that while yes, it's really good to speak with a college admissions rep on if they think it would truly be beneficial for you to get a degree. But at the end of the day, colleges and universities are businesses. And while the admissions rep, yes, probably has your best interest at heart. I'm an eternal optimist. I love to think that people are, you know, good. I believe most people are good. But if we're using our logical corporate thoughts here, these people need to get you know, folks into the classrooms in order to make money because colleges and universities are businesses. They don't exist without students. So these admission reps need to get people in the classrooms. They're kind of like the salespeople of the world. Sorry if you're an admissions rep. I'm not trying to give you like a sleazy sales vibe here, but I just want to be realistic about that. So that's why I'm recommending to you instead chatting with folks within the industry. And the answer may be, yeah, absolutely. Like you have to have this degree and this sort of training. In order to work at my last company, if you wanted to have a certain title, since it was such a large organization, for consistency's sake, some titles meant that you had to have the piece of paper in order to check the box and get the title and the salary associated with it. So there was someone though there at that company who had been there I want to say she'd been there for like 10 years or something ridiculous. And I would tell her all the time, I was like, you are better at my job than I am. I just have the piece of paper that gives me the title and the salary. Like she had so much experience, so much more with it than I did. And yet she couldn't have the same title and salary because she didn't have the same piece of paper that I did. So that absolutely could be the case. And on the flip side of that coin, while we're talking about this, If you're a hiring manager for a company not necessarily like that large one because you're probably going to have a lot more restrictions and um, guidelines to work within, maybe you consider looking at resumes of individuals who don't have the exact titles or the exact degrees that you would typically hire for. All it takes is one person starting to ask the question, why do we do this this way? And then you can open a conversation around it. Then you can start sharing different ideas. And it might not always be the easiest route to do that if we're being completely honest, because usually when we go through the hiring process, we just want to be like, check the box, got the person, got the butt in the seat, good to go. I know that this has worked in the past, so you're going to work. But There's other ways to do this, like in taking maybe a little more challenging of a route here and considering someone who doesn't have the exact title or the exact degree, exact experience that you're looking for, this can even open up doors to diversity for you. Diversity isn't always, you know, a demographic sake. It's not always, um, you know, race, gender, whatever. Diversity can also be included in backgrounds as well. So what are your experiences? And then when you have that diverse piece, diversity also creates higher performing teams. And there are definitely other ways just to consider getting around this, right? So if you are someone who's on the fence about that degree and getting that advanced degree, 
I would recommend you starting to have conversations with people, starting to network, starting to learn more about what can or one, is this degree absolutely necessary for what you want to do? Or do you just think it's necessary? Or has one person told you it's necessary? I usually like to try to crowdsource like multiple ideas from multiple sources. But one, is it necessary? Two, is it needed? And then the other thing that you can look into is are there other types of jobs and other titles that could potentially be in line for you that don't necessarily require you to have that degree? So titles are totally subjective. Titles can be different at one company versus another company. So they're not always going to be 100% locked into this title does this or that title does that, whatever. So start to explore a little bit more and see if there are different titles that might be an option for you. The other thing you can consider too is what are your transferable skills? What are you capable of doing? What have you already learned in your career that can translate into other types of positions? Maybe that's a completely different industry for you. Maybe that's a completely different um, organization, whatever it is. Consider your transferable skills as well. So degrees aren't always the answer. And like me, let's see, probably like seven years ago would have been like, the heck are you talking about, sister? And again, don't get me wrong. I am absolutely pro education. If you have the ability to get education, go for it. That is what provides you different lenses to view the world through. But if you're on the fence about this whole like degree, MBA situation, whatever it is, I want you to dig into yourself further. Ask if this is what you truly, truly want. Is this what's going to be best for you? What's going to be best for your family, your situation, whatever it is. But you have to start with yourself because truly effective change starts from within. And that starts with you reflecting on where you are and where you truly want to go. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Corporate Hippie Hustle. Don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn for daily tools to help take your corporate career from stuck to aligned. I'd also love to have you in my Facebook group, The Corporate Hippie Hustlers, where I teach exclusive content and you can find a like-minded community of women who are looking to grow their careers. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes and keep this show rolling. I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode, but until then, keep hustling.